Hello, friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. I'm here today with Rebecca Marker-Smith, and we're going to talk about who Huga. I said Huga last week when I was saying that Beck would be on, and uh, I said it wrong, but I knew she would help me with it. Um, and Rebecca and I have worked together for years. We uh, work together at Green Hills now, and before that we were at the chamber together, and then there was a gap that we didn't work together. And as many of you know, I went through a time of clinical depression and Beck saw me day after day looking worse and <laughs> and kind of in a zombie state. And she came in one day and shared this amazing concept with me that I've done a little bit of research on since then. Um, but just this idea of comfort and welcoming. And so I'm going to send it over to you, Beck, and you can tell us what Huga, Huga is <laughs> and uh, what, you know, what was something that brought it into your life so well it okay so we'll, we'll start huga it's like the color hue huga i am oh. not proficient in danish at all <laughs> i had to use google translate to even and um it could actually critique you on how you're saying it oh, and i did not I, know that i said it correct once <laughs> So it is a very difficult word to pronounce, but it is spelled H-Y-G-G-E. And for me, it's capturing that feeling of Christmas time. When Ooh. because that's what that seems to be the closest thing that we have in our culture. Um, there's something magical about the decorations. Um, you have candles. You have the the just all the beautiful colors. It's that coming together. You have the sharing of food. You see friends and family. You're writing Christmas notes to people that you never even you only write to them once a year whenever right. you send a Christmas note, Christmas letter. And so that's the feeling that you're trying to capture. And so for me, it kind of extends the Christmas season, but um, more of a winter rather than all the rather than all the color of Christmas. It kind of tones it down a little bit and just hones in on the simplicity yeah. of of the time. What it's yeah. And, and the, yeah, fireplaces and candles. And I have to say, uh, Beck has made our, our space today um, very huga. And uh, she's got some uh, branches here, some greenery and a candle and a globe. And it's just very warm and welcoming and uh, probably what they would think of. And it's just something, it's simple. It um, is. Like a plain white, it's an, it's an off-yellow uh, tablecloth that I've had for a number of years what they encourage you is to bring some of the greenery in you know just like you do with Christmas trees you you oh, have greenery yeah. in the home it just shows you know because winter can be such a dormant time you have that greenery and it just kind of livens up the place a little bit I have a candle I have a battery operated candle because it's much safer but it does have <laughs> it the, still is emanating <laughs> the, that the warm glow, glow yes right <laughs> 
<laughs> right. The other thing that they recommend is something vintage, something that brings oh. back wonderful memories. And this is a piggy bank that I got many, many years ago. I was maybe five years old, and I still have it. And it's actually on my desk at home because work from home with COVID. And it just brings back lots of memories. And plus, I have traveled a little bit yeah. um, to Europe a few times. So it's just that nurturing that um, that desire to explore. Yeah. So, so that's why I have that. It is. And, and if you are our age, we won't say what that age is, but you'll remember those little piggy banks that look like the world. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Beck's younger than I am, just so you all know. <laughs> so... For me, when uh, Huga is a, is a great way to survive the winter. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's sunny days like this, or when it's snowing, those are the easy days. You right. and I embrace winter on those days. But it's the days where it's gray, or for me, when the snow is melted and it's rainy, and it's just day after day after day of right. grayness. That's where the Huga really helps out. It, it helps you focus and calm down and um, relax and uh, re-energize. Re mm -hmm. So one of the things why it, it's so popular is in Denmark, they have lots of gray days. They actually have 179 days of rain a year. Oh. Yes. Now, see, I like the snow, and I can take the gray if it's snowing, but rain, mm -mm. <laughs> Right, right. But it's considered one of the happiest places on the earth. So places, um, any of your Norwegian countries, mm -hmm. Iceland, um, Greenland, um, any any of those places that have a lot of snow, mm -hmm. this is where the Huga is practiced, and it's some of the happiest places in the world. That's interesting. Very they interesting. They don't mention the Bahamas. They don't mention, you know, Australia. They mention the places that has all the snow. COVID is one of those times that has forced us to kind of slow down. Before it hit, I mean, how many times have you noticed that when you're in church on Sunday, there are some families who are not there right. because the kids are out playing ball or organized sports or this or that and this. They're, they're in, you know, 15 different places all right. at once. And then... You, you hope for them that they can kind of come together and refocus right. and determine what's important. And I think with COVID, it has forced us to do that. Okay, we need to stay in our homes. Uh, we need to limit our social interactions. And when we're spending all this time at home, we need to make it a little bit of a cozier place. Right, right. So you, you want to be there right. rather than, well, I have to stay home. It's snowing out. Right. And it has forced us to really rethink what we're doing at home, um, especially if you're working from home. I mean, you and I, we're, like you say, we're, we're running around all over the place, and it has really given us a chance to stay home and right. focus on that and kind of make things a little simpler and make it a cozier place. Right, right. Because we're spending all of our time And there. we were talking about, before we went on, about you know your office space and finding that perfect place for you that that works for you to be comfortable and and uh, still be able to be productive so that this would allow for that so they probably don't have seasonal affective disorder if it's the happiest place or at least not at the level that we do here i would think not and i think maybe because they have sunnier days yeah i know when um i was in iceland they had talked about it's like one of the sunniest places okay on okay the earth. it's always a sunny day um 
So in ihuga also means being together, um, being with someone that you're comfortable with, being in their presence. When you're with somebody and no words need to be spoken. Yeah. That's, that's as I say, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. You, you have a great time together and you could be talking about stupid stuff and it's probably the highlight of your week. Right. And it's that, that's what that is. Connection. That, yes. That's, that's the Huga. So they say that the elements of Huga are soft lights, coziness, food, and bringing in the greenery. And I learned about it by accident when I was trolling through Pinterest. Oh, really? Of all things, of all <laughs> places. I'd never heard of it or anything. So I'm just scrolling around because Pinterest is great because I get lots of knitting ideas. Yes. I love to knit and looking at these beautiful pictures and traveling places. And this word, Hugo, pops up. I'm like, well, what's this? So I click on it. I'm like, wow, this is yeah. very nice. And then it kind of reminds me of my German roots where um, you know I've been to Germany a couple of times to visit family. And everything just has clean lines lines it's not cluttered very ikea mm -hmm. if, if you've been to yeah. ikea you understand yeah. it's just very clean very simple and it just really i was just really attracted to that so i started to read more about it and one of the things they talk about is this book the little book of Hugo, <laughs> the danish secrets to happy living so i got that book and it's it's wonderful it has great information um so it's these wonderful Danish secrets, and I just, that's a great place to start is with that book, and I will not try to pronounce the, um, the <laughs> author's name, but it's okay. He, <laughs> but he is the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen. Who knew there was such a place? Oh, I want to work at the Happiness Research. <laughs> I just feel like it's calling me. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So Huga is, is a feeling that you experience. So think about when you're giving a gift to someone, how that makes you feel. Let's say you're buying someone a cup of coffee or you're helping out a stranger. It creates a glow inside. Um, oh, I love that. And it was um, somebody had referred to a quote from Winnie the Pooh to explain <laughs> it. And he said, you don't spell it. You feel, feel it. it. Oh, I love and that. And it's that feeling you get. And I think that's why candles are so important. It's that glow. And it kind of sparks that inner glow and makes us feel warm and cozy inside. Yeah. I love that. And a great place to experience Huga, I was thinking about this because it's not really part of our culture, but the best places I've noticed are coffee shops. Oh my goodness, that's true. Think about it. The gentle Soft. music. Yeah. The comfortable chairs. You have the smell of fresh coffee and chocolate, and you're meeting friends. Right. So those small groups that you have, that's Huga. When right. you get together, if, a small support group or just a group of friends sitting around the liar's table, that's the Huga. That, that's where the magic happens. You don't have a planned agenda. You just show up. You're having drinks. You have great conversation. And for a moment, it takes you away from where you are. Yeah. So it could be a gloomy day. Um, dreary, but then you get to talking about something, and then all of a sudden your mind goes someplace else. Right, and it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, that's per that's a perfect analogy, and that comfort. And you and I were talking before we went on the air about um, 
you had read an article or heard a pastor talking about it and he wasn't sure about it. But then as he spoke about Hugo, it, um, he thought it would be good. And I had read an article about a woman who said it's a perfect, it's hospitality, it's offering comfort to people that you love and sometimes people that you don't know. And so it's very much um, Christian oriented or relationship oriented um, for some folks. So, uh, and the coffee shop, I mean, people do Bible studies in coffee shops, but if we go alone, what do we do? We take a book and we curl up and which is a part of it too, right? And you bring up a great point. You bring a real book, right? Right. A real book with real. I mean, I have nothing against the Kindle. I absolutely love my Kindle, but right. there's something about when you crack that spine. Yes. I don't know if you could hear. It. <laughs> could you hear her open the book? <laughs> and you, you flip the pages. Yeah. That's not something you get from a Kindle or a Nook or any or scrolling through your screen, and then you can dog ear it. Right. Exactly, and it's underline and highlight, and yes. it's a part of you. Kindle's not like that. And I have one too. I get it. But the real book is my... (laughs) Gotta have the real book. Yes. And then yoga studios are also a nice place. Oh, yeah. Um, Because there's minimal furniture. There's minimal furniture. There are throw rugs. Again, you have the soft music. And then you have the lovely smells. Mm -hmm. You have that shavasana at the end where you just relax and you meditate. And that meditation is an important part of it also because it gives you a moment to reflect slow down and you can have your conversation with god right right so if you do yoga or you like coffee or tea in my case or hot chocolate or hot chocolate which i often do at a coffee house actually i don't drink coffee (laughs) but (laughs) but anyone can create their own hygge Mm -hmm. because the key word is cozy Um, have minimal surroundings have chunky blankets Mm. wear layers i am a huge fan of layers yeah because if you get too warm you can take it off right not cold if you're not warm enough you can scarves i love scarves mittens now the key word is mittens not gloves now i do wear gloves inside my wool mittens (laughs) wool is a very important element for me and keeps my hands very warm because your your fingers are together so it creates more warmth so they're very cozy i did not know that it makes sense though yeah (laughs) your clothing wool polar fleece Mm -hmm. flannel Mm -hmm. flannel is wonderful i have flannel bed sheets i keep them on probably until the first of may (laughs) because they're so cozy yeah flannel bathrobe thick socks house slippers anything to keep your feet warm because having cold feet is the worst feeling yeah just it's not good for me takes you out of that whole comfort comfortable right um another way to create hygge is to just take a walk outside Mm. if you're outside for just 20 minutes yeah kind of blow the stink off as you you know as you say um i walk to I walk two to three miles every morning to start my day, and I just try to get outside and get as much sun as possible Mm -hmm. to kind of like recharge my batteries, Um, but it's just nice to get outside. I'm fortunate enough that I live next to the Simon Kenton Trail, or close to it, and it's covered with snow right now, so I see deer tracks, I've seen um, turkey, pheasants, I have seen cats out there, chipmunks, squirrels, and it's just nice to see that. Yeah. And there's something about being in nature that 
I don't know. It just really does something for me. Right. Yeah, just getting outside. And I'm, I'm like you. I can go out at any temperature. I, you just have to dress right and make sure you're moving at a decent clip. And um, I love being outside in the winter. So I could see where that... And it does. It just... I don't know if it's the endorphins or what it is, but it just changes your whole outlook on the day if you can get out and even, like you said, spend 20 minutes out there and enjoy. So I wonder, you know, for people that can't get out, if they put out bird seed and things like that and bringing the nature to them, would that be a way to do it? I think that's a great idea. Yes. Okay. Because then you still get to enjoy God's beauty. Right. Because there's something about the birds, especially now with the snow. If you have cardinals or robins, mm-hmm. the color, that pop of color, yeah. it just sparks joy. It does. It does. And when it's a gray day and you see that bright red cardinal, there's just something about that in the winter that's just so beautiful. And it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing to feed the birds yeah. because they need that extra energy for all the cold days. Yes. So you're doing something good while while you're enjoying them. Which is that inner glow that you were talking about. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that there is any bad weather. There's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Actually, I a, say that, but not as eloquently as that. <laughs> actually, it's the people of Minnesota who believe that. <laughs> so if you have some extra stimulus money, buy yourself a good pair of waterproof boots. Mm-hmm. That's the key, especially when we have our rainy season because you want to keep your feet warm invest in a good jacket invest in some warm layers Mm -hmm. that way you can go outside and and enjoy the weather and a good wool sweater Mm -hmm. put my little plug in about wool it's natural it's breathable it does not require a lot of care you can air it out from time to time um, at the end of the season, um, you can really get good prices on wool sweaters. Just go online or your favorite store. You can get them like 40, 50% off. Right. Um, get them a little bigger in case you do shrink it by accident. Um, <laughs> Which I would second, do. Or go to a secondhand store and you find a sweater that somebody already, else did accidentally shrunk. You can't hurt it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think there's just nothing cozier than a nice wool sweater. And mm-hmm. they're actually very easy to care for. Um, The Danes also believe in candles. They say, put out some candles, and then put out some more, and then maybe a couple of more. Oh, wow. They they love their candles, but they also bring in a lot of fresh air because uh, Mm -hmm. it, it... gives off the soot so they and that's a good way too if you have to open up your windows then you can get that some of that fresh air right get some of that stale air out of the house my mom used to always do that not for a long time but especially after we would have a sickness through the family it didn't matter how cold it was she would open up room go from room to room and open windows for just a few minutes to get to air them out and i think we've gotten away from that and we're all boxed in with air conditioning and heaters and some people don't even open their windows anymore and there is nothing better than open windows and just feeling that air come through so yeah that's a great idea yeah i love the fresh air me too one of my what i'd like to do is um we have two cats Mm. i I should say they adopted us so (laughs) if if you want to create some huga there's nothing cozier than sitting on a couch with a blanket on your lap in a good book and here comes this cat yeah. that comes up and purrs and starts pawing into you and relaxing and then falling asleep. 
that's just the best feeling uh-huh. because you have that unconditional love from them. You have that coziness, that security, and yeah. and the and the heat. I mean, it creates mm-hmm. more warmth. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. If you need a cat, come to West Liberty. We have lots of them running around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you had mentioned before, you you had talked before uh, about the coziness in your podcast, and you talked about uh, fireplaces and the candles. Um, if you don't have a fireplace, there are great YouTube videos of sparkling fire, of the, the crackling fireplaces. Oh, yeah. Just look up anything with fireplace. Um, there's even fireplace with music. If you're a fan of Outlander, they have several fireplaces from the different scenes, and they're for like an hour or even several hours at a time of crackling fireplaces. Oh, that's awesome! And I didn't know you could get that. Great in the background. Yeah. I, YouTube is wonderful. It has it has a lot of great great things. So that's where music and videos kind of comes together. Mm-hmm. You can have the fireplace with some music. You could have a snow scene. There's one the other day I ran across, and you're sitting in a subway car, and sitting across from you is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> with his mittens? With his mittens, and he's just sitting <laughs> sitting there. Yes. Oh and, and I believe that will bring joy. It will for somebody. You know, if you just need that ambient noise in the background, just something to kind of calm your mind a little bit, and it had music going with it, it had scenery flashing by. That, that's a good that's a good option so if you're looking for music or videos search for anything that's like new age spa ambient study sleep or relax music another one is lo-fi or chill music there is a playlist that I follow. It's from Bloom, B-L-U-M-E. And they have all kinds of chill playlists. And it's just nice background music, whether you're working, um, studying, whatever it is to relax. It's just nice to have that in the background. Ambiance. And I think adding, you know, it, it does that and it creates not a busy world. You know, it clears your mind of all the busyness in the world. Because when you think about it, we're in the car, we have the radio going, the TVs may be on or a radio in the house somewhere. It's like, there's always noise. And to have something soothing that's not taxing your brain, but kind of just offering a background noise is really peaceful and helpful to mm-hmm. slow you down and have that comfort that you've been talking about. Right. Yes. Um, there's also ambient pop star, ambient hunter. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. I forgot why I like that one because it shows Matthew McConaughey <laughs> sitting in a coffee shop watching the rain. <laughs> yes, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and I honestly believe it's like two hours long. Oh. So <laughs> you have coffee with Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey for two hours every day. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, A video that I really like to watch, they're produced by Craig Adams. He considers himself a minimalist hiker. He will go out into the wild for a couple weeks. A video that I like to watch is Craig Adams. He produces these hiking videos. He's a minimalist hiker, and he will go out into the wild 
for several days at a time with just a backpack. He has all the essentials that he needs, but he also has a lot of recording equipment and mm-hmm. video, reco- um, video recording equipment. And what he records is absolutely beautiful. And he uses a drone, so he has lots of drone oh. shots. And he's learned that if he just puts together these videos, they're about half an hour each, with very minimal, he may not even say anything mm-hmm. during, during his hikes. Um, but and then there's background music, and it's just gorgeous. Yeah. The places that he's been, he's actually from upstate New York. He lives in New York City, but he has video footage of the Adirondacks. He's been all over the world. He's been to Chile, to Spain, um, and actually, what he ended up doing recently is he took a lot of his videos and put them together. It's four hours of him hiking around different places of the world with that ambient music in uh-huh. the background. And it is just lovely. Uh-huh. It's it's just a wonderful experience. And you just like in my mind, I just see peace and calm. <laughs> yes, yes. And he loves dogs, so there's a dog in every video, and he stops and talks to them and, and pets them. So yeah, he's been to the Grand Canyon, Mount Kilimanjaro, Santa oh, wow. Cruz, and Peru. Um, and he does this full time, making hiking videos. He's made it into a full time job. Wow. And he's just some young guy. That's young people come up with these great ideas that we never thought of, and now look at us <laughs> watching all these young people's good stuff. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. So also look for your lo-fi music, um, your virtual fireplace, and scenic relaxation. They are called 4K scenic relaxation films with calming music, and they're filmed all over the world. And we can put links in I didn't know about any of this stuff. Yeah, we will put the links in because I didn't know about these things. And this is great stuff. So if you're working, um, if you're working on a project or anything, just having that in the background or instead of watching the news or a Mm -hmm. Netflix movie, just having that on, Uh just something to glance up at as you're you're working on a project, um, just makes it very nice. Yeah. So we've covered a lot of what... um, how to make your home more Hugo-like, the comfortable chair, the fireplace, the candles. They talk about things made of wood or anything that's natural, like your hardwood floors with throw rugs. Um, I like to drink from a ceramic coffee mug um, or something that's pottery. The insulated metal mugs are nice, but and they serve a purpose, but when you're relaxing, mm-hmm. it's something more something more earthy. Right, it makes you kind of grounded. Um, and they oh, they also talk about um, fibers. You know, we talked about the the wool clothing. My next knitting project. There's this yarn. It's faux fur. It is. Did you make this? Yes. It's just something simple. It's a neck scarf. Oh my it is gosh! Faux and fur. it is so like. Go outside so you can wear it. Yes. It's yes. so soft. I'll, I'll put a picture in the show so notes. That's going to be one of my projects is I'm going to make a blanket out of this because it's, it's just incredible. And it's just that tactile. Holding, holding something that's ceramic, uh, having the faux fur that's so soft, it just really it keeps us grounded. Yeah. So uh, I'll put a picture of this on because it's so pretty and you can, you can look at it and see how soft it is. But also Beck just made a beautiful, I'm guessing wool sweater. 
that you said it took you four months. Something like four months. It's yes. gorgeous. It is something that you would. Def- I'm like, if you did it, if I didn't know you made it, I would never have guessed you made it. It's gorgeous. I'll have to put a picture. I'll have to put that picture up too because but she is amazingly talented with her knitting. It is like nothing I've ever seen before. My my mother and grandmother knitted, but nothing like what Beck does. It's just fabulous. There's something relaxing about. It's it's a type of meditation for me. It's you've talked about winding down at the end of the day, and that's a great way to wind down. It's just that repetition of knitting, bringing that yarn through with your needles, and just makes you refocus, slow down. It slows down the chatter, mm-hmm. it keeps you grounded. Yeah, and I think that's. That's a lot of what it is for me. That helps me relax. So the knitting, the So reading, that really fits in with the uh, Huga. 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 Yes. <laughs> I'm never going to get it right. That's okay. And I'm, I'm creating something. Yes. And so my time, while I'm relaxing and I'm sitting on the couch and doing this, I'm also creating something. So I'm also being productive. Right. Because we're not ones to just sit still and do absolutely nothing. We still yeah. have to be productive. <laughs> I'm right there with you. So I get it. That's, <laughs> that's how it, how it how it works for me. So what other people have suggested is like reading a book, join a book club, either with a few friends or online. Um, it's just fun to read something together, knowing that somebody else is reading it. Um, if you if they are close friends, then you can text them and say, "Oh my gosh, have you gotten to this part? Can you believe this?" And it just kind of it, again, it's that connection. Right, you're creating a community. Um, write a letter to a friend or a relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like we talked about. A lot of us will write a Christmas letter once a year. That's right. it. What about just letting those friends know that you're still thinking about them? And just, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but something that you that you actually took the time to find some nice paper, you took the time to handwrite it, put the stamp on it, put it in the post office and send it to them. There's nothing nicer than getting a handwritten note in yeah. the mail. Mm-hmm. That There's just something really special about that. One of the things that I've been wanting to do uh, especially with the time of COVID, uh, is we're not able to get together, but we can kind of get together outside. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we doing bonfires outside with hot chocolate? <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> you're getting the coziness. You're you have the hot chocolate. You have the warm fire. You're sharing moments with friends. That's just a great Hugo-like atmosphere. And it brings it back to what you were talking about with Christmas. We'll do that for Christmas time. We'll go ice skating and do it because it's Christmas. Why wouldn't you do it in February? Right. Because it's even better then because you don't have Christmas. It's just February. <laughs> right. There's, so, there's no other purpose other than to just get together. I there's, love that. Yeah. yeah. And have a bonfire. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. little hot chocolate bar. Yeah. Um, they suggest taking up baking. I mean, who hasn't tried baking bread since COVID? I mean, <laughs> everybody. So baking, it brings in those smells. It brings in that coziness. And it um, forces you to kind of slow down and relax and yeah. just enjoy the moment. And plus, if you're making a lot of bread, then you can share it with your neighbors. Again, you're making that connection right. with others. Um a suggestion is take up a crafting class. How about a chunky wool blanket or mm-hmm. just a chunky blanket? Again, you're making, you're learning something new. You're expanding your horizons. You are creating a relationship with other people that you're taking the class with, and you're walking away with something that you can snuggle up with. 
later on. Yeah. So, and I've yeah. seen those blankets. Oh my good heavens, they're gorgeous. Yes. Do you have one? You've no. made one. You oh, haven't done it yet. That's why I'm going <laughs> to get all the faux fur and, and make. My oh, own. yours is going to be even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, just embracing winter time. Help out a neighbor. Shovel their their sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that it does good for both of you. It helps them out. It helps you out because it's giving you a purpose. You're getting a little bit of exercise. You're getting some fresh air. And ultimately, you're helping somebody else out. So that really makes it nice. Yeah. Um, talk, they talk about playing board games or card games. One of the things that I did a couple of years ago, I bought myself a fat tire bicycle. Yes, she did. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> so I can go out on that bike trail in the snow. Um, yeah. So just things to help you embrace winter. It's here. You can't right. fight it. So just embrace it. Yeah, and, and that was those were exactly the words that you used. I remember you using when you came into my office and were telling me about all this. You know, it's it's we can't we can't get around it unless we want to travel around the world. So we should, you know, the the Danish folks they embrace it and they don't fight it. And so I I think that's the most important part. What pieces of winter do you love and pull those in? And always the comfort and the cozy. I mean, everyone likes that. So um, I love the candles, add more candles, and then add a couple more candles. I don't know how my husband's going to feel about that, but I'm going to tell him that it's like the rules of Hugo. 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 (laughs) It's It's creating that glow and... From that comes the magic. And you can, can't you see it in your head? I mean, just the beauty and the warmth and that glow that we need so desperately in the winter. You know, today's a beautiful sunny day, but this is going to air on Monday and it's mm -mm, probably not going to be as beautiful (laughs) as it is right now. I'm hearing rumors. (laughs) We need that glow to to keep us warm during the polar vortex that we're going to be experiencing. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's going to be so cold and... So you're going to need all these things. <laughs> and everybody's got candles. Every, you know, everybody has some kind of candles. Even if it's the electric kind, you know, they put off a glow. And I still have, um, you talked about the greenery. I have several of my, my Christmas trees have become winter trees. I took down the two big ones, but I have several around. And one is in the corner of our living room, and it still has its white lights on. And it just, I didn't even realize that's why. But it's cozy, and it it just brings me comfort. So... It's really okay to have that up. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it brings you joy, and, yeah. that's, and that's all part of it. So there's a little bit of um, Marie Kondo in this, in going kind of minimalist, but it's, are, it's the items that bring you joy. Right. Embrace it. Right. Your books or your Netflix. If that brings you joy, then do that. But um, mm-hmm. just the things that bring you comfort and joy and, and just that coziness that uh, we don't take the time for anymore. And this is a great time to do it. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I always ask people two things. One, um, what they're reading that they're loving right now and what brings you joy. I am, right now I am reading The Henna Artist. It is a woman who has uh, become self-sufficient in providing for herself in the mid-50s in India. Oh, wow. It's not the easiest thing to do in that country. No, but even today. <laughs> she's, she's making a go of it. That's awesome. It's an excellent book. What brings me joy? That's a tough one because there are so many things. Yeah. 
probably spending time with friends. Yeah. I really miss friends. Yeah. Getting together with them. Yeah. We, yeah, especially in the winter, because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And we've been struggling with that. We always get together with a certain group for the Super Bowl. And they were texting and saying, can, can we watch the Super Bowl without the Wilkinsons? Is it even possible? <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> all about football <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know just things like that and we there's a group of us and we have like a murder mystery and we just do things like that in the winter because there just isn't other things to do so i've been missing it thank you so much for doing this i hope that this blessed all of you today and that you take some of these ideas that beck had and um provide your own comfort and, and coziness through huga did I finally get it? You got it. End of the end of the podcast. Uh, so uh, we've got coming up. Lori Acker is gonna share a little bit about her. Uh, small church ministry that she has online. And if you go to a small church, this is a great thing for you to be a part of. And we're going to get with Carrie Bozesco, and she's going to talk about the benefits of massage and how that helps us. So until next time, have a great day.